Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by an interview and a paradox. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. When I have guests come in, they're not they're not always radio people. And let's face it, I'm not a radio person either. This is my only real this is my only real experience talking into a mic. Um but at least I have a little experience now with it. I mean, I think this is episode 150, and that's not even taken into account the College Chaos episodes I did. So I'm almost to 200, which is great. And when people come in, there's an expectation that we need to deliver a certain type of experience or a certain type of information. Uh, one of my good friends, had, uh, he actually does a lot of podcasts. He's a professional and he is very skilled at what he does. And he frequently gets asked to go on to podcast and talk about it. And he said he's realizing now that it's just this rapid fire thing where people don't really want to dig too deeply. They want to they wanna get a kind of surface level understanding of what you do or what your methodology is. But they don't really want to talk to you, you personally that much. They want to talk to the professional aspect of you and, and just very quickly get a, get a short answer out, kind of check the box. And I asked him recently, I said, well, do you, do you oblige or do you try to go deeper? He says, no, 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 look, I'm there. I'm there for their show. Okay, so I'm there to help them, help the, the interviewee deliver this content to his listeners. And the listeners, maybe they'd enjoy a longer form podcast, but maybe they just don't have the time. They want like 15, 20 minutes and they want these questions answered and they go from there. And, and I thought, look, that's that's reasonable, that's respectful, and it's all good. But I don't really have a checklist of things that I want to go over when I talk to people. So when somebody comes in here and they sit down, they put the headphones on, this may be the first time they're talking into a mic and, you know, it's just us in the room, but they're they're aware that they're there are people listening and I've caught myself several times on the air and off the air in an exchange with somebody where they start you know they'll start like laughing nervously and like well I don't really know if your audience wants to hear this and I I always say forget the audience forget the audience don't worry about them you know tell me what you were saying and and first, I want to apologize because I obviously don't forget you. Right? When we're doing when we're doing a two-hour interview, yes, look, I, I love doing this. I love talking to people. I love digging deep into how people think and why they think and, and the, the life experiences that they've had. And I only ask people that I really value and, and appreciate to come on and talk and most of the time, I'm like, well, if I really think they're awesome, odds are somebody out there will too. And maybe that's good for all of us. Because, you know, even if 100 people hear, hear the interview, what are the odds that all 100 of those people would, be, would have the time to sit down and talk to the person I'm talking to? Not, not very high. They can't do that. So I appreciate my listeners. Right? And, and here's... Here's the big problem. Here's the issue. Because when I say forget the audience, 
the people I'm interviewing kind of laugh. They're like, what? Forget your audience. Like, it's all about the audience. And, and yes, like I'm saying, it is, but it's not. And here's the paradox. Okay. We, we want authenticity. If people found out, say I do some long interview and it's great and people find out that the entire two hour interview was scripted, they would be furious. Like if our lines were predetermined, we had writers, we, we didn't come up with anything. It wasn't actually us. It was just scripted. They'd be like, well, that's junk. Why would I like, what did I just listen to? And yeah, like, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know what that would be considered a film or something. I mean, I don't know what it would be, but it would be fake. Okay. It wouldn't be a real conversation. So we can't have scripted stuff because everybody would be very turned off. And because we can't have that, we also don't want people to constantly be trying to make a script as they're talking. Which is a lot of times I think what happens with people. I think people get very worked up and very sucked into, okay, what would people like to hear? So what they do is they essentially make a script that's not really them. It's just a, like a pseudo character that they're embodying. They're like channeling this character that they think everyone else will like. But it's not really them either. And that's when you get people that have this very specific tone and they talk like this and this is why they do this. It's like, no, no, no. Talk to me like a normal person. Because to deliver authenticity, a lot of times I think what happens is you have to tell people to forget that they're actually talking to anyone, right, aside from me. I had one guest in here about a month ago and he kept saying, I don't really know if your audience is, forget the audience, forget the audience, talk to me. And the things that I heard from him and the things that happened in that conversation, they have, they stuck in my brain for, I haven't been able to stop thinking about him weeks and weeks because he let go of having an expectation of himself. He let go of, of trying to, you know, stay within the lines of what he thought people would and wouldn't want to hear. And it allowed him to be authentic and it allowed him to express his lived experience and his thoughts on life. And it was a beautiful thing. It was beautiful. But from an audience standpoint, I could see that it would be frustrating. It'd be frustrating because to get there, some people have to forget that you are there, right? To get to the point where you can be authentic and be yourself, you have to forget that potentially hundreds or thousands of people are listening and you're just being you. That's what people want. They want that authenticity, but at the same time, they want to be valued. And I think a lot of aspects of life are like this. I think it's one of the reasons why teenagers get so frustrated with parents and adults in general, because I think adults and parents go through the same thing. They have this kind of character that they have to embody. They have to reprimand. They have to uphold the rules. They have to go through all of these things. They can't just tell it like it is. 
You need to be honest with people. You need to be honest. You need to be legit. You need to stop worrying about having a script. But if you stop worrying about having a script, you also run the risk of saying the wrong thing. And it's a balancing act. You want authenticity, but you don't want the risk associated with it. You don't want the risk of boring someone. You don't want the risk of saying something wrong. You don't want the exposure. But that's what the audience wants. Because you're not just an audience, you're people. I'm a person, you're a person. We want to be connected to people. And because of that, I think we need to let go. I think we need to let go of being afraid of that risk. We need to let go of worrying about the audience. We need to let go of worrying about who is watching or who is recording or who is scrutinizing. We need to be people. And the more of us that can be people, the better off we're all going to be. I'm Matt Todd, and this is Union that drives me. Go out and crush it.